shady and real, cause this is necessary for the big cook up. Can't handle the God on this truth. Your weak ass feeling needs insurance, so back up. Hold up, always just hating. I shit on your feelings and really take big songs. I am a queen. When I look down, most of you haters is big songs. I am the shade. Look at the girl. Stay with the fitness and get paid. Can't really see what the big towers of money. One of you haters can be my man. But I am done talking my shit. We stay with some fire and stay with the lit show. Yo, 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 what's good out there, everybody, man? Welcome back once again to the Cook Up Podcast with your boy, Marcus Swole, legend, man. It's been a minute, man. I've been out for a couple of weeks, you know, taking care of some business, man, in the air, on the road. I'm a little bit everywhere, man, traveling state to state, man, getting all my affairs in order. But I would like to welcome Carolina Breeze to the building, man. What's going on? What's up, brother? How you doing? What's good with you? Just chilling, chilling, you know. Keeping it together, man. How about yourself? Hey, man, can't kill nothing, won't let nothing die. Hey, 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 I hear you on that, man. That's what you <laughs> fight right there. <laughs> so I want you to tell my audience out there, man, what's been going on with you? Uh, I hear you're a pretty good spoken word artist, man, with your poetry and everything. So uh, tell everybody about that. Um, Yeah, Um, I've been performing uh, spoken word and poetry for like, a little over 20 years. Um, mm-hmm. Like when I, when I was in South Carolina, it was like there wasn't really an outlet for it. So I, I would do like little fashion shows and and little things like that. And then I moved out. I, I did some radio too. I run a, won a couple of radio, con, uh, radio contests uh, over the radio station in Allendale or whatnot. And then when I moved out here, mm-hmm. I was uh, I think I was working for Sprint or something. So I'm sitting at my desk one day between calls just sitting there writing. My manager standing over my shoulder. And I was like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, man, it's cool. He's like, yo, I know you write poetry. I was like, yeah. He's like, they got a lot of poetry clubs out here. And this shit, it's been on and popping ever since then, bro. From here, Arizona, Atlanta, L.A., and everything in between. Yeah, I feel you, though, man. So, like, uh, what's what's your style of poetry? What, what, what's your... What's your uh... Your, your 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 subjects of it like what what what's your inspiration behind the you know the, the vibe of your poetry like um i write a lot about pretty much what's going on in the world like when i first started performing mm-hmm. i would really only perform like my like my uh my sexual pieces because mm-hmm. i i look at it like i look at it like this too it's like you know what i'm saying like you never know what people are going through you know what I'm saying? Especially for 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 somebody to go home, take a shower, them and their lady get dressed, go out to have a nice evening, enjoy themselves, have a couple of drinks or some entertainment. So I always look at it in the aspect of us. I don't want nobody thinking about their grandmama that passed or just some uh some not good situation or whatever. So in that aspect of it, I was using the entertainment of it, but although I got burned out, like just talking about the shit. Because I write all kinds. Of, I, I I write everything. Right. I pretty much write life. So I'm just like, you know what? Like, okay, it's enough. It, it, it got to the point to where I was trying to be pegged as an erotic poet, and that kind of like okay. that kind of made me feel a certain way. Because I mean, I write more than that. But like I said, I got caught up in the entertainment aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I like I like people to enjoy themselves. I mean, because we all, 
lost a loved one that was dear to us. The last thing we want to be doing is out and about enjoying ourselves, thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just try to, I, I just, uh, I just approach it from a, from a different angle. So like now it's like, I talk about pretty much because like, look at this Corona shit going on. We got people dying and whatnot. So I just try to use some slick metaphors into what's, and mix it with what's going on just so people can correlate to it because we live in a world now where people got real short attention span. Like, like when we was growing up, the average song was like three and a half, four minutes. Not the average song, mm-hmm. like two minutes, 15 seconds. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. get my cousin to, to make me a slick little beat and I throw a little something over there. You know, mm-hmm. they got tricked by the beat, but they end up learning something. You gotta trick yeah. these niggas these days. Then nobody <laughs> nobody willingly wants to learn. You gotta trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad but true, man. You gotta you gotta integrate uh uh street knowledge, um, artistic ability into actual education in order to get people to understand what you what you where you're coming from with, 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 with what you're trying to come across with. You know what I mean? So I definitely exactly. understand. So uh yeah, because that's similar to what I do. You know, I I I'll put out a hard beat and then I'll I'll then I'll throw a podcast up and we'll we'll have we'll integrate it with music and then we'll talk about some things, everyday things, and then we'll shoot some educational uh features in there along with it, you know, and whether yeah. they know it or not, they they got the educational part, whether they knew they had they got it or not. So that's definitely that's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's good to see other people out there like like me, man. That's that's that has an ability, you know what I'm saying? And ain't afraid to show it and, and, yeah. and just you know, just do it, man. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I, I like so, tell people I tell people this I was like it's called the gift for a reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it was it was it was given to you for you to give to somebody else. So right. the the moment you stop giving, that's the moment shit started to change in your life because you you know you know you know you know straight off your line mm-hmm. i mean that's 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 just how I, that, that's just my opinion and i and i, I honestly believe that yeah yeah I, I i i can uh definitely vouch for that because you know i don't truly really feel like who i really am unless i'm operating in, inside of my gift you know yeah you know what i'm saying like you know it's easy to, to go out and you know, working nine to five and just be like everybody else that's marching in the line, but like, exactly. it's, but that's not me. You know what I mean? Like everybody, everybody got that in them. You know what I mean? But it, everybody don't know how to break away and use it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so I, I I don't really feel like my true form that I was born here to be unless I'm operating in my gift, bro. You know, exactly. That's just me. Cause, I mean, cause like I was uh I was at this poetry spot a few weeks ago, and um mm-hmm. it was this young lady. She got up there and killed it. So I came up like a, a few people after her mm-hmm. and she was just saying that she's been right. She was right. She's right for a while. And she like took a break and mm-hmm. like tried to like, you know, cause you know, life do happens. But that mm-hmm. moment that she called herself so-called taking that break, that's when shit really started to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because it's like you strayed away from what she was doing. So now you can, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now you can take that add to it because I, I look at it like this we all we all got stories you know what right. i'm saying the life the life we live depends on the chapters in the book right and we all went through something or dealing with something 
that somebody right now is going through. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So by us getting over it and sharing it via through our gift, that gives like that gives the next cat hope. Like, well, damn! Like, I, I like I feel like I'm, I'm kind of thrown off right now. I don't know how I'm gonna make it through this. Or a cat could listen to one of my poems and hear one of your beats. Yeah. And 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 bounce right back. So right. to me, that's that's the magic. That's the magic of it as well. So we like we like pastors, healers, and witch doctors. <laughs> do this. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, like, yeah. really, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, like, through our through our gifts and our talents, right, right. Because, like I said, they were they were all given to us mm -hmm. to give it to give and share as well. And the moment yeah. we stop doing that, that's that's when things that's when things start to start to move and shift differently in our paths. Right, right. And and a lot of times, you know. Well, most of the time, uh, the way the world is now, it, it, it's kind of it, it's kind of designed to stray you away from your gift. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, everything is designed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's designed. It's designed. Go to sleep, wake up. Go to work, wake up. Eat, go to yeah. sleep, wake up. It, it, it's just designed for you to keep whatever machine that you're in running. It's not designed for you to create your own machine. You see exactly. What I'm it's like so, so many of our people still still walking around in the matrix, waiting for wait wait waiting for Morpheus to come save him. Follow the white <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but real. It, it, yeah, it takes a real real person, a strong hearted person, um, somebody who's determined, man, to 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 wake up out of that. You know what I mean? And um, truly recognize who they are. Like, you know, uh. It's it's just so easy to fall in that hole, man. But yeah, you know, uh, it, it's a lot of deep things that I could say right now. You know what I mean? And, and but I don't want to. I don't want to uh, have it all. You know, just on me tonight, man. But I, what I want to focus on, man. First of all, I want to back the show up a little bit. I meant to ask you, uh, where are you from in South Carolina? I'm from uh, I'm from Vaughnville. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm from Vaughnville. I was raised. I was born in Columbia. Mm -hmm. uh, born in Columbia, raised in Vaughnville. Um, went to Wayne Hampton High School. Mm -hmm. We used to battle AF all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Basketball, football. You know that was that was our little rival because they stopped us from playing Estel years ago. They just now let us start back playing Estel. Yeah, bad, man, man, man. You know I'm from Allendale, man. We used to go down there and beat the dog. But the crap out of Elster, bro. And uh, oh yeah, man, we used to, that, like, yeah, we used to, we used to too, yeah, we used to practice on them. <laughs> I remember those here, days. Those good old days back then, man. Yeah, we got, we got, we got to watch it walking back to the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So, yeah, y'all go, y'all go get on that bus. Yeah, yeah, man. Those good old I, days. I, I wish, I wish there were more outlets back home like this. Now there is, because I know they got um. They got some. They, they got some. Uh, some poetry joints functioning down there in uh, in Charleston. And I, uh, Charleston, yeah. I networked with this cat from uh, from New York. He's in Columbia. Like he does. Like this cat does something. Just by looking at this dude page, his name's Bugsy Calhoun. By the way, anybody in the Columbia area want to go check mm -hmm. out some poetry? Check out my man Bugsy Calhoun. Dope dude. Yeah. I say my I say my brother do at least, and I'm just speculating. Mm -hmm. At least about three, four events a month. 
every time mm. I see his his page, it's a flyer for an open mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 and he yeah. do he do all type of events. You know what I'm saying? So if you're if, if you know if anybody if tune in or every any in the uh, Columbia area, something like that, check my man out. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, man. Most definitely, man. That's how you got to move this thing. You got to stay consistent. You got to work yeah. hard, man. You can't just do something here and there. You you got to make it like a, a part of your a part of your day. You know, even if you ain't out in public, uh, dropping nothing in public, you got to be behind the scenes, um, building content, making material. You know what I mean? Doing doing things like that. You know, because like a lot of times when people don't see me, man, I'm constantly like behind the scenes networking. I'm building new content. I'm, I'm either working on beats or working on my show. Uh, I'm doing something, you know what I mean? Because a lot of this stuff, man, is, it, 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 you know, most of it revolve around me. Like, if, if I don't do it, nobody ain't going to do it. It, it got to, I, I got, I'm the key to it, you know what I mean? So, exactly. I, gotta, I stay on top of it. Yeah, man. And at the end of the day, you only as, you only as dope as that mm -hmm. last beat you made. I'm only, I'm, I'm only as dope as my last performance, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so most definitely. Yeah, you gotta, just gotta, gotta stay sharp. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like I don't know because people's like, oh, you go, oh, you, how, how do you practice? I don't know. Like, I just put myself in the headspace, bro. Yeah, it's like that with me. You know, um, like sometimes I just sit down and I just, I just get a feeling, man, about something, man, and I just stop, I just stop, stop make, making drum patterns. I stop. Uh, next thing I know, man, I got a I got a whole new beat. I just I just get a vibe all of a sudden. Like some days you get in here, you might have riders block, can't come yeah. up with nothing. And then some days I can just come in here straight out. I could just get out of my car, come in here straight down, sit straight down in front of the beat machine. Don't speak, don't speak to nobody or nothing, and just make a banger within 15, 20 minutes. You know, I have days like that where it just it just come. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to do nothing. It just a beat just will come out of my head all of a sudden. But yeah, the, but the moments you got to force you like eh, I'll come back to it because the last thing you do yeah that's one that's one thing you can't force you're gonna you, dull it, it yeah you yeah, gonna it's, dull a, it. it's a it's a feeling it's yeah, a feeling yeah. I, I know yeah. when it hit me I'd be here chilling because you know I get yeah. in my little zone yeah. got my got my yeah. little packs roll me up something I'm sitting here because what I do I get up move around do everything I need to do and I just go in the studio I got my cousin yeah. my cousin live out here too my cousin moved out here from York PA. Yeah, he yeah. nasty on them beats, so he get off work from home. Hey, cuz, check your email. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I sit there, vibe to it, mm -hmm. blow something, <laughs> and then it hit me. Oh, yeah. And like you say, 15, That's 20 it. minutes later, yeah. I, I got a, I got, I got a yapper, and yeah, I, I, I record, yeah. and that's how I memorize. I record it, then I just go back and listen to it. That's how I memorize. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. You know, um, I've had a lot of experiences, man. You know. Over the years, uh, started from nothing, man, and broke my way up slowly but surely. You know, sometimes you climb the ladder a little bit, fall down off the ladder, then got to climb. We got to stop back off where you just left off at and climb it a little higher, fall down, climb it a little just till you get, you know, up the ladder. You know what I mean? So, yeah. This, hey, let me ask whole, you. Let me uh -huh. ask you a question real quick. So, mm -hmm. what, 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 what year was that? What, what years? What years were those? You were, you were in uh, uh, Allendale. I was in LA all my life, man. You know, uh, I graduated in 2003. You know what I'm saying? No, actually 2002 because I, I went to a military school. So I, I graduated a year early. So 2002, okay. uh, I graduated, um, left Allendale back in 2002, joined the military, uh, did five years in the military, uh, 
went to college at South Carolina State University in Orangeburg. Uh, went there for a while, and um, back then, yeah, I was man, at I, uh, I, uh, Benedict. No, I was at no, I was at Denmark Tech. I was at Denmark Tech. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, back during those days, I had a full time job with the military department uh, out of Columbia, and I was going to college at the same time. So it was like. It, to be that young and having that much going on, it was, it yeah. was crazy, man. And then I was partying and everything, and you know, and um, kind of slipped back. Uh, just went back to Allendale for a while, and I was living in Orangeburg. And I went back to Allendale, then I moved to Aiken. I lived in Aiken for a long time, about eight years, nine years. You know, it's just been topsy turvy. Like my career, once I left left school and everything, it was a lot of a lot of moving around, a lot of adjusting. Um, until, you know, everything, like I say, everything started to live out for me when I started doing what I really love to do. Because a lot of the stuff that I was doing was on somebody else because people suggested that that's what you should do. Just do what everyone else is doing. Um, You'll be okay. Just, y'all, we got this money for you. Like Sometimes I, I feel like people pay you to forget about your dream. You ever feel that way? Oh, we'll give you $50,000. Just work for us. Um, don't worry about that potential money that you can make later. But just if we give you sixty thousand, uh, just work for us. It's, and it's you like forget this. You, I, I rather, them I, with I, rather <laughs> I rather I rather pay you pennies mm -hmm. than you make your own. Than you make your own. Like, exactly. We we work for pennies while the people paying us get paid for dollars. Like that's stupid. Like I was I was telling one of my partners the other day. Like because like <clears throat> with me being performing and as long as I'm performing. Bro, I know thousands of people, mm -hmm. thousands of people. Yeah. But everybody that I deal with on a regular basis, I can spin mm -hmm. around and touch. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I got a, I got a partner of mine. I'm like, bro, like, you work for a dude mm -hmm. that got all the trucks, but you got all the tools. Mm -hmm. But yet, this man is paying you, right, for work that you could do yourself. All you got to do is just put yourself in that position. He was like, what you mean? I'm like, uh -huh. bro, come up with a name, LLC it, start mm -hmm. a bank account, mm -hmm. and just move. I mean, like, I don't know how to, I don't, I'm not a grant writer, but I know people that write grants. Get you a little 20, 30,000 grant, buy you a couple of trucks. Now all you need is clientele. Oh, shit. Now you working this, this, for this yourself. Like I know, this like I know uh, a company right now. Uh, they, you know how it was a lot of changes went on during the pandemic, right? Yeah. So they was trying to get their employees to voluntarily work for free without pay while the, the CEO over the company, the owner of the company now, is his, he making $15 million a year while he want his employees to volunteer their time to work. That's slavery. Work for free. Yeah. This man, make, one of his checks can, can pay probably half his staff off give him something in their pocket I ain't gonna, it might not give him everything but it give him he, he, he can afford to give he can Hell, one, of, one of his one of his checks can put lights and water in and a community water, <laughs> yes he, yes he has a 15 million dollar a year salary and you want wow. everybody you want you want your employees to work for free that shit is crazy man that's tyranny man yeah it, it is it is and and we've been so so check it out I look at it like this like when we were coming up, we were taught, this is what you do. You mm -hmm. graduate. You mm -hmm. go to college. You get a great job. 
You mm-hmm. go back to school, get in debt again, and work your whole life. The whole, the whole barely getting by and retire. I was, I was, I was, like I was get, I was getting around to that. The whole concept of that is they are training you to work for somebody. They're not really training you to have training your own. you, training you to use they, your they, own mind for somebody else's company that already exists. Exactly. Because most people who own companies, I know a lot of them. Most of them don't even really have college degrees like that, but they hire people with college degrees to work for them because they got the money and the name. Exactly. I mean, think that's like that's kind of, that's that's kind of like with a, with a lot of these producers. They yeah. got the name, but they got a nigga like me and you sitting in there 12, 13, 14 hours change the snare. Uh, bring the hi hat up, and then yeah. when it's out, oh man, Dr. Dre, DJ Premier. But what about that little dude that was sitting there sweating his sweating his ass on? Like, damn man, I got I got to yeah. get this shit right yeah. for this nigga. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. they don't talk about them people. You don't even yeah. you don't even see them niggas name on the credits. Yeah, You're that's right. just being a that's just being a slave to the machine versus being your own machine. Yep, yeah, man. Like I said, man, I know a couple of people, man. Uh, most people. That own their own companies, they don't really have no college degree like that. They just know how they know how to know how to spend their money, they know how to save their money, they know how to run it, they know how to be, they got street knowledge. And then what they do is once they build a brand up or something like that, they hire people straight out of college, uh, straight out of wherever they came from with with the with book knowledge to run the company, and they just make sure everybody get paid, taken care of, they got the benefits, whatever. They, that's what they do. Hell yeah! It's a lot of that's them. Like real. That. That's real. And a, a lot of us, a lot, a lot of times, it's like some people just fell up, fell up on an opportunity, or opportunity yeah. just came across. Because yeah. I, like, I'm studying right now to get my, um, to get my real estate license. Mm-hmm. And during the day, I do uh, construction and demolition. So mm-hmm. you know, I just be talking to these dudes, and like the the uh, the market is crazy right now. Like I was talking to this one guy we was working for last week. He mm-hmm. uh. Took a five hundred square foot unit and flipped mm-hmm. it for three hundred bands. You see what I'm saying? Five hundred square feet. That is small. That is small. That's like a closet, like a, a big ass closet for three hundred <laughs> bands. He said it took him like twenty bands. That's just for paint, wood. Yeah. That's just the that's just the inside frame, sheetrock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Floors mm-hmm. that ain't you know that they ain't even know like appliances or light fixtures or nothing like that. Yeah, because I I've been, I've been definitely looking at that because I'm looking at some stuff down around Savannah. I only, I only mm-hmm. get something close to the water back on that side and just like go fix it up and boom and just uh just Airbnb it out. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm, t- I'm I'm tired of working for the next motherfucker because Arizona's a right to work state. Yeah, so me and you could be at work mm-hmm. chilling. The hardest two people there. Boss mm-hmm. come in, wife ain't gave him nothing last night. Look at you. It's we, not we working out. 